Welcome to LGBT Q&A with Josh and Sophie. Each week we'll answer your queer questions and discuss topics like dating, gay culture and stereotypes. If you've got a question on anything queer, head over to our Instagram, which is LGBTQA underscore podcast. So on this episode, we're talking about stereotypes. Sophie, is it true that all lesbians move in together after the first date? <laughs> Josh, is it true that all gay guys think they're the main character in Mean Girls? Some do. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so we just wanted to say quickly, thanks so much for like listening to the first episode and sharing it. We got uh, really good responses, which was nice. Yeah, it was so nice reading them, the comments on Instagram. And um, we can see some analytics um, on, on Spotify. And it was very nice seeing listeners in Jordan. Yeah, and, and Thailand. <laughs> and where else do we get? Portugal, Spain, Germany, the United States. Who's in America listening? Please, can you DM us? I would love to know. But um, yeah, thanks so much for the support. It means a lot. Right, so let's get into it. We're going to be talking about stereotypes we hate, um, and then also we're going to talk about ones that we think are kind of true, because there's definitely a few that I think apply to me, (laughs) as much as I don't want to admit it. Um, So my first one, I think, that I really don't like about lesbian stereotypes is that people always think that there's like a femme and a butch in each relationship, and I know so many relationships that are like femme and femme. I don't know that many mask and mask relationships. I would love to make some friends that are like both mask both in a relationship so hit me up if you're in a mask and mask relationship but um yeah because that kind of applies the the straight stereotype of like there's a man and a woman because it just doesn't work yeah. like that no it's the same with gay men as well like people ask you are, are you the man and the woman and yeah i mean it's like we're gay you can be in you can be more one could be more submissive or mm-hmm. maybe both equally like but that's a different issue that's not gender rolling yeah um, exactly there so, yeah, is that like I, I absolutely hate role. that if someone asked me that thankfully no one's asked me that in a while but just yeah. no don't ask a gay person that. no please don't please don't ask who's the man in a lesbian relationship because that is the whole point of being a lesbian <laughs> do you want to uh tell me one that you hate about gay stereotypes i can't i just can't stand the stereotype that gay men are obsessed with straight men that oh, we're secretly yeah, we get that one. trying to convert them and that they're just our ultimate crush it's yeah. just just like you can respect the fact that we're gay and we're gonna respect the fact that you're straight and i've never never had a crush on a straight guy and yeah i don't think i've had many crushes on straight girls that's i've literally got that written down as well that's such a lesbian like stereotype that people think is true that we're trying to like recruit straight women like i don't know about you but for me like if i know a girl's gay that makes her like 10 times more attractive like if i can tell she's a lesbian i'm like more into her then i don't go for straight women and i really don't know many lesbians like the fear of rejection yeah honestly why would you be rejected yeah (laughs) why would you even like go for someone you know is gonna turn you down like no one's interested in that yeah that's definitely one for lesbians too another one i have is do you know what you hauling is josh i don't <laughs> okay <laughs> um i'm gonna obviously save a lot of the like terminology for when we do an episode on on uh gay and lesbian terminology but basically there's a really big stereotype about lesbians that they do this thing called you hauling which is when they move in after the first day or like yeah they basically just become like attached straight away I don't like this one. I don't think it's really true. I, I can't say I've ever done it. I don't really know anyone that has. Um, it's like happens a lot in films, but like in terms of real life, I cannot name any lesbians that have you hauled. So, I mean, like when you're dating, how long on average do you reckon it takes for like a lesbian couple to go from the talking stage to like a couple? Um, I don't know. I guess like in my experience, it's been like, like, 
over a month at least like a month month and a half two months is that like the same for you or are you gonna tell me that that's like so soon and that i have been you hauling all the time i think a month is like on the low end it's acceptable like it depends if you've like been friends with them for a while or yeah. if they're like completely new to your life but mm-hmm. like month is like like on the slightly lower end but yeah that's not like not it's not, not you hauling level no you hauling like is that like a what what is that what <laughs> okay so a u-haul is like um what americans call like uh moving trucks oh, okay. you know like a big yeah. moving van they have like these things called u-hauls and uh yeah that's just where the term comes from it's like if you're u-hauling you're like you move in after the first day or you just like become super attached like you just start dating straight away and like I you mean, basically just live I've at the house definitely heard of like with my lesbian friends that their dates last like 24 hours yeah and, uh, <laughs> that that is maybe one that's kind of true is then just to move in <laughs> yeah just get a couple cats and just settle down <laughs> yeah I, d- I don't know in my experience no i don't like the stereotype but i guess there probably is a little bit of truth in it for some people for sure yeah um so next one that i just i really can't stand is um that all gay men are feminine yeah, um, I hear that one a lot. So, like, a lot of gay guys, like we do, we love our shopping, we love our fashion, <laughs> um, you know, Queer Eye. Oh, we love five, Queer Eye. Them five guys. Fab Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, even in Queer Eye, there was an episode once where um, there was a gay guy who, he had no sense of fashion, he had no um Could never be you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I don't apply to the stereotype necessarily, but not everyone. Um, but, yeah. I think a lot of gay guys like shopping. There's some who don't, and there's some who love shopping but don't have the money. Um, mm-hmm. And that's probably me. Yeah, <laughs> the struggle is real. Yeah, I feel like that applies to lesbians too in the like inverse way. I think a lot of people see gay men as feminine and uh, lesbians as masculine, but th- it's that's just so outdated. That's just not how it works. I think straight people love to, oh, not not all straight people, but there's definitely a tendency that they like to kind of enforce their like gender roles and their idea of like just, you know, yeah, well, gender roles on everyone. And it's like, well, I, just because I'm a lesbian and I'm attracted to women doesn't mean that I'm not a woman. Like, I love dresses. I love painting my nails. Like, that, you know, yeah. I'm not a man. Yeah. And I feel like you, you can be like really nuanced. Like, I would definitely say there's parts of my personality that are quite feminine. Like, mm-hmm. I was speaking last episode, I live a group of five girls and actually five amazing girls i might add the yeah, best the girls best, ever yeah the best. thank you honestly the cutest housemates um we had valentine's yeah that was so cute i loved that we should post a picture of that we made like we did chocolate covered strawberries we got far too wine drunk someone <laughs> clocked out very early didn't you josh <laughs> like before 12 o'clock i think yeah um <laughs> not our best night but it was it was fun i enjoyed it yeah so i mean like there's definitely parts of personality uh music i would say i am probably like more on the side of pop music that's like traditionally feminine Mm -hmm. um but then like the way i dress i would say is probably more traditionally masculine Um, yeah i don't think you dress feminine at all so yeah like i don't think you can be a mix and that's completely yeah definitely entirely feminine it's you know yeah for sure there's another one um I hate this one so much and it kept coming up when I was like researching um that lesbians hate men have you heard that one yeah yeah that that's just not true I I love men I have so many male best friends like you of course like one of my best friends back home is a guy like I, I love men I love hanging out with men you know some of my best friends are men but 
just because I like women doesn't mean I hate men. Like, that's like saying that all straight girls hate women because they're into men. Like, that's just not how it works. I think sometimes, especially men, seem to have this idea that, like, lesbians have been, like, turned from some traumatic experience with a man. And it's like, no, that's just... that, That adds to the idea that it's a choice. It's not a choice. I didn't choose i don't hate men it's just that's just how it works you know i didn't i didn't choose to be gay that's just how i am okay this is one that kind of applies to both of us this is just a gay stereotype in general but that um gays can't drive (laughs) uh that is a classic one i have my license do you you don't do you i don't no josh has been in a car with me do you think i can drive josh be honest Um, oh god uh, that's not good I don't want to... Um, no, go on. Cuss me out. I want to hear it. I think I'm a good driver. Christmas uh, for <laughs> dinner, we were running low on more wine. Um, and we were driving to the nearest Sainsbury's mm-hmm. and there was a couple of speed bumps on the road. And I don't think you were Look, aware that you have to Speed bumps down. don't apply to me. I don't know. <laughs> speed bumps are homophobic. I go at the speed I want to. I think, yeah, okay. That's a fair criticism. I'll take that criticism. I but I feel like in general, gays... Gays can drive. I don't agree with you actually. This is the random way. Oh, oh god, okay. Because um, I can't drive. A lot of my friends can't drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's probably because a lot of us we live and we congregate in big cities where yeah, I guess that's there's, true. There's like big, pu- big public transport. Wow, um, you really thought that through. That is yeah. true. I mean, like, I actually don't have any desire to learn to drive because really? I just do not picture myself ever living in like a little village. So, um, I'll drive you around, Josh. Actually, you. to be fair, yeah, my ex could not drive. I hope she doesn't listen to this, but she was fucking awful at driving. I was very scared of getting in a car. I would always drive. So maybe maybe there is some truth to that. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think uh, we've got some from Instagram as well. So Yeah, we do. Uh, so we've got one that says that bisexuality is just a phase. Mm. I like that we got some the bi perspective on things because obviously neither of us are bisexual, so it's nice to get some some um, stereotypes that bi people hate, especially because we have a lot of bi friends. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I have never thought, obviously, that bisexuality is a phase, but I guess there is a stereotype. I think it's true for gay men and for lesbians. Well, not true, but like it's a stereotype that is there. That um, like being coming out as bisexual is like a stopping point, and coming out as gay that's like quite a harmful stereotype. Yeah, and there's also another one here that says um, you can sort of like determine, like the percent of your bi- by the percentage of your bisexuality. Like you can sort of say like I'm ninety five percent attracted to men and five percent yeah. attracted to women. I've um, heard a lot of bisexual people get that question. It's like, how bisexual are you? Like, yeah. do you prefer men or women? It's like not really like that, is it? It's just um. It just seems unnecessary to. Yeah, people love just getting like putting things in little boxes, don't they? They love a label on everything. Uh, yeah, I think another Instagram reply that we got is that um, oh, that's one for gay men, that gay men are more fashionable. We did kind of talk about that one. I I would say of the gay men I know, they are probably a little bit more fashionable than the straight above men average, I know. Yeah, yeah. Above average. Uh, <laughs> it's not to say that all We're not all walking Gokwans. Yes. <laughs> I miss Gokwan. Where is he? Where is he? What happened to him? I do not know. Uh, yeah, so, right. I think we can go on to ones that we think are kind of true because I know people don't like there was definitely um a smaller amount of replies to this question I think some people are reluctant to say that you know stereotypes apply to them I don't think it's a bad thing do you think it's a bad thing here's the thing perpetuating gay stereotypes is not funny if Mm. you're straight unless 
you are gay. You are gay, yeah. I, I'm happy to perpetuate the fact that I only drink iced coffee throughout the year. Even if it's <laughs> you like, love your iced coffee, don't you? I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that at the end of the day, there are some things that ring true, and that's not a bad thing. It's quite nice to have that kind of gay culture. Uh, so my first stereotype that I actually love is that um, gay people love their English teacher, their high school <gasps> English teacher. I've never even thought about that. That's so true. I loved my English teacher. Yeah, it's just, I feel like it was such a safe space. It was such, um, English teachers and gay people, just the, the relationship between the them. perfect pairing. Just benefit both. Um, the appreciation of the books. And yeah. <laughs> what is it about English teachers? Because I, I loved my English teacher. She was They're so just, nice. Yeah, there's just something like, you just feel like you can open up your deepest, darkest secrets to them. And like a lot of them, at least my English teacher was one of them teachers that was, like if it was raining outside, they would let you sit in their classroom with them and they would eat lunch with you. Yeah, I think my year eight English teacher was a lesbian. She would dress like very emo and she wore like skull rings. And I'm only just thinking about it now, but she, that that woman was definitely a lesbian. (laughs) She was very butch. But my my GCSE one was an angel. I loved her. So nice. I agree with that one. One um, for me that is true. This one is true because of practicality, basically, that um, all lesbians have short nails. (laughs) I am not going to go too deep into this one because... I've never seen you, like, sent me a Snapchat of your freshly done gel nails. I have never got my nails done, ever. And, like, I painted my nails for our Valentine's Day, but... I don't paint my nails that much, to be honest, and I do always have short nails. You gotta be ready for anything, Josh. <laughs> you gotta be prepared. That one is that one is true, but definitely because uh, because of the practical reasons that come along with it. It's that's where I will leave my final comment with that one. <laughs> uh, so my next one is that we're partial to like a little fruity drink at the bar, like yeah. all about that cranberry vodka. Oh yeah that two for one cocktails oh i love a cocktail like um on valentine's i went to this thai restaurant and i got a beer for some reason Did, wh- i have <laughs> never ever seen you get a beer I was ever like, yeah i'll get a tiger beer please and immediate oh, regret good. i should have just gone for the for the cocktail really um, was it that bad i i like beer that's another stereotype that i fit i fucking love yeah. beer and <laughs> you like cocktails so fast i like cocktails too though that one you made on galentine's what was in Sex that? on the Beach. Yeah, that was so good. 10 out of 10 for that one. Okay, another one I've got. I did mention this on the Instagram, but flannel shirts. It's so true. I I love a good flannel shirt. And then autumn's always really confusing because everyone's walking around looking like a lesbian because everyone's wearing flannel shirts and I just get very confused. I can't deal with it. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a massive Taylor Swift fan club. I it Does Taylor Swift wear flannel shirts? That isn't something I knew about her. I think it's more like the whole autumn aesthetic. Like oh, okay. Red album. But yeah, yeah I've I'm seen your wardrobe and you've got means. a lot of flannel shirts. I have too many flannel shirts. Yeah, but you can't go wrong with a flannel shirt. It's just an easy like signal that you're a little bit a little bit into women it's great i love it i'm trying to think what the gay male version of that is yeah well i can't even think either um i mean i guess you would say like crop top but i don't wear crop tops. i have never seen you wear a crop top <laughs> <laughs> i can't say it's something i'm like yearning for but you can borrow one of mine if you want <laughs> um yeah i'm not sure actually um if anyone knows yeah. let us know send us a dm what is the gay man equivalent of a lesbian in a flannel shirt please tell us Go on, what's your next one? Uh, so my next one is that we can't sit in chairs properly, Oof. which I'm currently sat in the studio 
um, cross-legged. Are you? I can't even see your legs from here. Yeah, I think chiropractors, they're probably our biggest allies. They <laughs> absolutely love us. Um, I've just always got a backache. Yeah. Um, but it's worth it because I just, I can't sit like, I feel like yeah, a little we... Victorian school child. <laughs> like, I always have to have like one leg, like, and then weird angle. One leg up and one yeah. leg crossed. Yeah, I know. I know that one. I feel like I'm, I'm partial to a man spread. I love a good man spread. I'm going to be honest. It makes me feel very powerful. I do sometimes like man spread, like consciously. Because I feel like a lot of men manspread unconsciously, but sometimes I will like consciously manspread because it, it it feels very powerful. Have you ever like sat in a manspread just like on the sofa? Yeah. Yeah. It's there's a very powerful feeling that comes with a manspread. It's really comfortable as well, especially for men. Like men do it for a reason. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have a reason except it makes me feel very powerful. Okay. Uh, my next one. This one is. I'm not gonna lie. I think this one is so true. That um. A lot of lesbians are really sporty or like a lot of girls that are into football and rugby are lesbians. I'm going to be honest, I love a good football girl <laughs> or a rugby girl. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the uniform. I can't tell. But obviously not all lesbians are sporty. I'm not particularly sporty. I wouldn't class myself as a sporty person, but I do know a lot of lesbians that play football. Um, especially on Tinder, you always see that like their little picture in their like rugby uniform or football uniform instant swipe right to be honest yeah it's definitely the inverse of gay men um i would say we're completely not sporty um i think it's probably like stems from i was talking in the last episode about high school p lessons where oh, it's yeah. just such a toxic environment but i would say you're a gym lad though you go to the gym yeah we, we do go to the gym uh, because of uh, body um image issues <laughs> in the gay community we do definitely go to the gym um but team sports not necessarily but i'm all here for tom daly and oh yeah like Adam Rippon. I don't know who that he's is. Like a you little, have to enlighten um, me. He's an American um, figure skater in the Cute. Winter Olympics. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see more. Yeah, we need more gay men in team sports. I think there is also that thing of like a lot of uh, team sports are very masculine. Like there's that like toxic masculinity. Like I don't know how many rugby lads you know, but I know a few rugby lads and I am terrified of all of them. What Do you know like what goes on in rugby locker rooms? Have you I heard don't, about but it? I've heard of like the initiations into yeah. the rugby society, and it's just like guys traumatizing. <laughs> Do you need to be that straight? I don't think so. It's so like toxic masculinity, not for me. Similar to the one I was talking about earlier about English teachers, um, I think maths teachers. We just can't do maths. At least I can't. Um, I barely passed GCSE maths. I'm gonna be honest. I did. I did A level maths. I quite like maths. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to ruin that one. I think especially with gay men though like it's it's just it's not something I don't think we enjoy it it's not like creative it's not like expression you can't really express yourself but there's definitely like it's it's not universal obviously I do know um a lot of like gay engineer yeah um, students on campus I know a lot of bisexuals that are really good at maths maybe it's like a more of a bisexual dominated field that they're all just really good at maths and we're so if we're going through like the school curriculum what would you like categorize as lesbian like uh, probably just pe i'm gonna be honest PE, yeah although i was terrified of pe as well because of all the straight girls but that would probably be the most lesbian thing i could think of or art there are so many arty lesbians i would, I would say for gay guys it's probably drama oh yeah that's that's a that's a true one and then I was going to say cooking for some reason, but that is just not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember my cooking classes. I think I burnt, like, some cheese straws and, like, set the, the room on fire. 
of the oven on fire. That's what that my only memory from cooking class. So yeah, I just I just kept on forgetting like an essential ingredient. Like when you're making like spike oh, ball, I forget the forget. and it's like yeah, and you'd oh. go to your mum like the night before. Mum, we have to go to Tesco on the way to school. I've forgotten everything. <laughs> Struggles. Um, okay, right. Another one that I have. This one I think is so true is um, that all lesbians, or not all, many lesbians are obsessed with astrology. Personally, I am not, but I know so many lesbians that that love astrology. Especially, there's like they. In, in, I don't know if this happens on gay dating apps, but on lesbian dating apps, people always put their star sign in their bio. It's like I don't care. <laughs> what does that mean to me? Yeah, on Tinder, I'm not on Tinder anymore, but I know they have like an option where you can actually like put it on your profile yeah. as like a little badge i'm not doing that i'm a gemini that's gonna scare people <laughs> yeah, away that's yeah it's not a great idea no it's not but that one definitely rings true i don't know what it is what i wonder what the correlation is between like oh i suppose like the whole sapphic culture like i guess astrology is quite prominent there okay maybe i see it i see it uh so my next one is plants uh <gasps> yeah. we all we can't bear children so <laughs> we buy plants <laughs> <laughs> that is true you have so many on our windowsill yeah they just i think it's like we were saying earlier like a lot of us live in cities so we have gardens um so it's sort of like mainstream queer culture is to have little plants in your little um new york apartment or london bedsit whatever um, yeah, yeah. Or, or your little leeds house yeah we, ha- or- we have loads i guess there is also the the lesbian side of it is like i don't know how much you know about like cottage core yeah, yeah that's a big a big lesbian thing not for me but um i know i know a few cottagecore lesbians and uh obviously like plants mushrooms that's a very big thing with them i've always said that i'm actually like quite cottagecore myself like, yeah i see that you are kind of like, i definitely am not <laughs> <laughs> probably i don't know what the opposite of that is but that's we'll probably, probably get into it eventually with like a dating episode but like a lot of my dates have been like weirdly cottagecore like i've been like i've been told someone about it and they're like are you a lesbian <laughs> <laughs> maybe you are maybe you're a lesbian and i'm a gay man okay my next one um is is kind of not very pg so i apologize in advance but this is a stereotype so i'm gonna mention it um that lesbian sex is better <laughs> i'm not gonna sit here and say it's not am i i just know that from um experience talking with some straight friends or some friends that uh, do sleep with men i think the thing is that straight sex seems to be very male oriented like it's very uh focused on what the guy wants from my from what i've heard obviously um and obviously with lesbian sex there is no man so it's not about that um so i would say that this one is true obviously i do not have first-hand experience but from from my conversations with other women i would say that this definitely rings true um yeah i would say like we find our ways don't we we yeah we it's just it's just anatomy isn't it you already know it so yeah <laughs> that, i think that's enough said about that one so my next one is that we're all either vegetarian or vegan yeah you're um, a vegan I'm, aren't you yeah i'm vegan in my house um <laughs> there's just, a lot isn't there yeah there's a lot a lot of uh, people i've matched on tinder it's been like let's go to this vegan chinese restaurant and it's yeah yeah it's... Do you know i have so many people that are shocked that i'm not a vegetarian like one of the first people i spoke to the first girls I spoke to was just assumed that I was a vegetarian and then when I said something about meat she was like you're not a vegetarian I was like no she was so shocked <laughs> I don't feel like I exude vegetarian energy I feel like you do oh, is it just because I'm gay yeah, are you, are you applying is. a stereotype to me Josh <laughs> wow uh, yeah 
How homophobic of you. <laughs> that one is definitely true, though. I know. I would say maybe like 80% of the lesbians that I know are vegetarian. I wonder why, though. Is it like an act of yeah, like rebellion at home? Like, at your, like in your family dinners, you're sort of like, you want to be awkward in a weird way? or <laughs> You just love causing drama. I think it might be um, because like as a gay person, you're dragged into politics quite a lot. And obviously, like vegetarianism is at the end of the day, it's kind of a political issue because it's about animals and stuff. Um, so that might be it. It might just be because you're generally, I hate this word, but you might be like more woke as a gay person. So you might be more like interested in not harming animals. Yeah. I feel bad saying that because I eat meat, but you know what I mean. Okay, so uh, my next one is that all lesbians date each other's exes. And I'm going to be honest, I personally haven't, but it it is a big stereotype and it is kind of true. And I think it's because the lesbian dating circle is quite small. Uh, that's just how it works but you, you'll go on a date with someone and you'll be like oh you know them yeah I know them uh, and that's happened to me a couple of times not that I've dated their ex but that like one of their best friends or someone they know I've you know been out with or spoken to I think it's just because it's such a small dating circle does that happen with gay men it does um Instagram mutuals it's Oof, that's the first yeah. one you check yeah you who do of, they know like you you don't want to ask it too soon but like you're looking through and they're like how do they know that person and you're just like please and don't tell me they slept with them <laughs> yeah that one's definitely a true one uh so my next one is that a lot of um gay people are like terminally online like our online presence we're just we've got like twitter profiles tiktok instagram account just every everything is updated every move we make is mm. on our story and at least for me that's true um yeah i would say you've got a big online presence i think you? my story it's like a, my little diary like i love your um, story i don't know if other people like this but i'm always like re-watching my story like i do i'm gonna be honest i do that yeah sometimes i'll post something and like watch it like a couple times just to make sure it's like okay yeah and like go on my other account <laughs> and watch it from my other account just to make sure it like looks okay but yeah like um tiktok especially um uh i've met like a lot of gay people through there and I was talking about this last time, but it's like online spaces is, is like a good place if you're not out properly to meet other gay people. But even if you are out, like it's it is still like a good way to like meet other people. Yeah, um, you definitely like find your community online. That's yeah. quite nice. I agree with that. I wouldn't say I'm super online, not as much as you, but I am definitely quite online, especially with my You've spam accounts. Yeah, that's true. Online. I forgot. So we're recording one right now. Um, okay. Another one I have, I quite like this. I think this is my last one, is that um, lesbians are useless at flirting. And I'm going to be honest, I, I don't think I'm bad at flirting. I feel like I've got game. But um, no comment from you there, Josh. <laughs> That's noted. Um, I just The thing with lesbians is it's quite hard to know when someone's flirting with you. Because, you know, I mean, you've been in the toilet with us sometimes, like, you know, when we were at that uh, Sheaf Street. It's... There's like a very a stereotype with all women in, in bathrooms that you, you go like, oh my God, you're so pretty. Like, I love your outfit, all this stuff. So, you know, when you're trying to flirt with a girl and you go, oh my God, you're so pretty. Like that, there is no difference there. People just think that you're being nice. Um, so yeah, this is definitely true. And I'm personally, from my experience with dating apps is like, one person will be like oh my god you're gorgeous and then you go like oh my god no you're gorgeous and then you never speak again and that's yeah. it like that's that's how most tinder conversations go with me see this is why i think it's like almost a necessity to have a uniform like you're talking about funnels earlier how yeah. a lot of lessons like that's, you do that out of necessity in a way because it's sort of a way of like 
tell it in the world. Yeah, I'm lesbian. Yeah, it's like, please flirt with me. I'm not just calling you pretty. Yeah, that's definitely a true one. Uh, so on the Instagram, uh, we got one comment that says that a stereotype that they actually think is true is that gay people walk quickly. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about you, but I can walk across Krampus in like record speeds. Yeah, I literally walking here, I overtook like three people because I was like, why are you walking so slow? But they're probably just walking normal pace. The thing is, I'm like not even sure why we're in such a rush. Like we're just going to hell. Where are we rushing to go? <laughs> Nothing's that deep. Yeah, that one's definitely true. Maybe maybe it's straight people that walk slow, not us that walk fast. Yeah. It's just the fucking straights, isn't it? I'm kidding. I love you, straight people. Uh, so we've got another Instagram comment that says that all gay men love Charlie XX and all lesbians love Golden Red. Do you like Charlie XX? I'm yeah, I do actually. Fair enough, and I'm I used to like Ellen Red. Not a massive fan of her anymore, but uh, she makes good music. I think with her, it's more that she's like such a novelty. Like her, like the lyrics that she's writing yeah. from that perspective is like, it's so rare that I can I can see why people adopt them and adopt her and sort of use her as like a, like yeah, a uniform. Definitely, it is nice to have like lyrics that you relate to. And there are definitely some songs that I listen to just because they're gay. But like, I don't know. Do you know who Hayley Kiyoko is? I do. Yeah, see, that was, for me, like, Girl in Red's kind of a new thing. I feel like an old woman saying this. I'm literally not that old. But, like, when I came out, it was, like, Hayley Kyoko who was, like, the lesbian queen. And I definitely listened to Hayley Kyoko even though I was a full-blown emo and did not like any Hayley Kyoko songs. But I would listen to Hayley Kyoko because it's like, oh, my God, lesbian music. It, it, I agree, it's like a novelty. Yeah, I feel like with gay men, Charlie XCX, it's um, the sort of stereotype that we love clubbing, we love, like, loud pop music and she also really bizarrely like she incorporates like poppers like um the imagery of poppers a lot into her music um which is obviously like something <laughs> yeah. you take before gay sex yeah and i think it's she's sort of like taking the energy and the feedback from like her majority gay um like fan base and like her music has become like weirdly very focused towards us but yeah i love her um she's got i bangers. can't say i know that many charlie xcx songs do you know like you obviously know fancy like oh okay oh she does okay yeah but yeah. then that's like not charlie xx she's like moved on to like hyper pop she's different now very oh okay yeah i don't mind about hyper pop yeah nice. <laughs> um and then another thing we were going to try out is um doing like a little queer word of the week so i'm i'm doing one this week i'm going to educate josh this is actually one that i only heard recently maybe like a couple weeks ago but i like it um and it is chapstick lesbian do you know what a chapstick lesbian is, Josh? Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I knew that Katy Perry ly- lyric that's like, Anshin, I kissed a girl. Yeah. Of then, course I know that song. Of course you do. Um, she's like, taste of your cherry chapstick. chapstick. Is yeah. it something to do with that? It's not. No. Okay. So um, see, I don't want to give everything away because I am going to teach you some lesbian terminology, but there's, there's different types of lesbians. There's a lipstick lesbian. And then I recently learned that there's such a thing as a chapstick lesbian does that give you a bit of a hint yeah is that so is that like you've got a more natural um like makeup yeah i would say that's it so um they were saying that a chapstick lesbian is just very like neutral because obviously a lipstick lesbian is like how it sounds very feminine but a chapstick lesbian is kind of um just just in the middle just neutral not super makeup not super feminine but also not so far that you're at the other end of like super butch um i quite like it chapstick lesbian I feel like I would probably describe myself as a chapstick lesbian. 
I quite like it. That, that was my queer word of the week for you. I've yeah, I've literally never heard that. I've never encountered that. In my You're life. welcome. But that is a really useful little well, label. If we're yeah. gonna label people, like let's get hyper specific. Yeah, <laughs> that is one thing lesbians love. There are so many specific labels. It's ridiculous. Some of them, I mean, I just learned that one. So there you go. But um, I think that's everything we've got for this week. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's been interesting. Um, yes, only a few technical difficulties. <laughs> we just had a, a bit of a mishap. Obviously, you won't know, but we, we just, our screens went black. So that was really fun. Very stressful. I'm the one editing this episode. So yeah, sorry, Josh. I love you. Uh, but yeah, thanks for thanks for listening again this week. Um, again, send us your questions over on Instagram, LGBTQA underscore podcast. We're always up for listening, up for chat. Um, yeah. See you on the next one. See you next week. Bye.